I'd like to see yours finish in its trash can across the room. Tell me what hotel, and I'll confirm. Green sign out front. Three beers, two. We have a special guest call in, longtime listener of the show, DJ Rizraz. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Um, checking in from the East Coast. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And we got Fab. Fab, what's up, man? Hey, hey, how's it going? Not much. Just drinking in quarantine as always. DJ Rizraz, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I'm drinking a beer by from Commonwealth Brewing Company, uh, based in Chicks Beach. It's called Big Poppy, double IPA, uh, 8.0 on ABV. So delicious, 8.0. Anything over eight, you know you're in for a good night. I feel fab. What do you got going on over there? Great can art too. Oh, you gotta, and you can art too. Check out Commonwealth's website. Yeah, what is that? I I can't even tell what that is. We're on Zoom here. It looks like a supernova or something. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's yeah, it's a great characterization. It's or like, like a very pink and uh, purple supernova, rich kids lava lamp that has three different colors. DJ Rizras has a collection of lava lamps. <laughs> Big lava lamp guy. Huge lava lamp guy. Loves a good lava. Lamp. I never wanted one, but I'm Your just saying. Of the, uh, destroyed my fucking ear. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for that. But uh, to all our listeners who will hear this you know, six days from now, you see a a green Honda Civic. Let me know. (laughs) I have to leave this in here now. That's great. Oh my God. So Fab, what are you drinking? Did you tell me? So uh, the beer that I am going to talk about today was actually sent out to us by our loyal listener, DJ Rizraz. It's from a smart mouth brewing out in the great Norfolk, Virginia. And it's called Saturday morning. It's an IPA brewed with marshmallows. And uh, I, I'll be honest, I consumed it earlier because I wanted to share it with uh, Bonk and Gigi, and we did so on a great golf course while maintaining proper social distancing. But the ingredients of it are water, two-row, white wheat, carapils, dextrose, lemon drop, samba, hellertau, Blanc, marshmallows, sunshine, happiness, and rainbows. Can you taste the rainbows, or is it like overpowered? Yes, but it's not like a Skittle where the rainbow is readily apparent but there is a uh, you can definitely tell it's there it's like a hint of rainbow oh but uh, basically it's the it's an ipa designed to mimic the flavor of the marshmallows in our favorite cereal lucky charms but they're not allowed to say lucky charms so they have to have a green can that says saturday morning with very uh uniquely designed marshmallow emojis on it that are similar to but not too similar to uh, lucky charms yeah that's awesome i you am not, take on a beer i'm drinking easy peasy ipa i'm gonna try it out my wife bought it for me i was too afraid to try it because the can art is not that great so uh, i think a, a big can art guy you have to have a good can art to draw you in to want to drink this you know unknown beer so drink in this market can art is everything <laughs> everything What's what's going on? I think we're gonna give if you guys stick around throughout this episode, we're gonna give away some money at the end. Let's do a twenty-five dollar giveaway Woo-hoo. at the end. Twenty-five dollar cash app, Venmo, whatever you want. Listen to the podcast and win some money. Guys, um what 
what do we feel about this Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady golf tournament coming up? How do you guys feel about that? Uh, it's live sports. I'm super excited about it. There will be a winner. There will be a loser. It's great. I, I agree. I, I'm, uh, go- I, I'm so excited. I mean, anything on TV at this point that's not – I mean, the last dance is getting me through this drought, but, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited for it. Korean baseball too, but Korean baseball I haven't gotten into. I'm kind of an asshole though. I want to binge my my last dance all the way through, so I haven't even watched it yet. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna just do the True Blue Netflix thing where I'm gonna sit down for you know ten hours or whatever it is and just watch it all the way through. And, I, yeah, I and then yeah. immediately go online and buy a Michael Jordan jersey. Obviously, Obviously. or I'm gonna dye my hair like I d- I have thought about buying a Jordan jersey. In no way am I Bill or a Bulls fan at all. In this like eight hours that I've watched thus far, I've contemplated buying a, a Jordan. Oh God, dude, see, I'm so excited. What, what two more episodes left? I think. Yeah, week? I think this this Sunday is the last two. Dude, that's awesome. So my my beat, uh, we're gonna go right into beat or leap. Beat or leap. Or my leap, I'm gonna say is Tom Brady, and I hate to say this because I'm not a huge Tom Brady guy. Uh, or neither Steve, am I. Uh, but. I will say he's really good at the social media. And so, you know, dealing with reporters and, and interacting with people. And I read this story on, I think it was CBS or something, where he said, are you excited to play, you know, a golf tournament against uh, Peyton Manning? Well, he said, well, at least it's not uh, Eli. You know, I, I can beat Peyton. <laughs> right. And damn it, if that wasn't the funniest thing I've heard, man. Like, fuck, that was awesome, dude. And I just, I just enjoy his social media presence, you know, minus him. And is kissing his son or whatever it is, but like right. it is so f- that shit was pretty funny. And you know, to have humor about you know losing the perfect season and not you know not freak out about it, that was pretty good. It was pretty good for me. Well, did you hear what Peyton did to him in the uh, conference? Yeah, yeah he had a great day? tweet the other day. I didn't hear this. So, uh, for everyone who's not aware, Tom Brady, when he was in Tampa Bay, one got uh, asked to leave a park cause he was working out during quarantine. So the police are like, Hey, you got to leave. And then when they walk up, it's Tom Brady. And then he also walked into the wrong house cause he thought he was going to Byron Leftwich's house, the offensive coordinator for the bucks. <laughs> yeah. And it was just the house next door. So Tom Brady walks in cause you know, when you're a six time Super Bowl champion, you don't knock or ring doorbells. Apparently you just walk in, just walks right in wrong house. Whoops. And so they're on this conference call and they're talking about where they're going to play. And then it turns out they're playing on a course in Florida on the East coast of Florida. And Peyton says, yeah, well we had to keep it in state because Tom's not allowed to leave after his B and E charge (laughs) breaking and entering. (laughs) Peyton had a pretty good zinger too. He's got a sense of humor. And obviously Omaha before he shot that one out or (laughs) probably, probably. Yeah. He's like 52 is the mic. And then, and then he's like in the B and E charge. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. And then uh, my beat is going to be just – I'm going to talk about the XFL folding and the AAF folding. I think there should be a league like a G League or a development league for football. And I'm kind of – you know, I watch the draft and you watch these people not get drafted and you, you hear all these sad sob stories of uh, all these players that have put so much time and effort. You watch hard knocks and you get, you know, invested in these guys and there's no fallback. You don't make the NFL. There is no fallback league yeah maybe canadian football league but that's not that's not what i'm talking about i feel like it's time for the nfl in my opinion to buy either the xfl af the rights to or make their own development league where these players that we love and 
you know, want to see them succeed to have a chance to make it back to the league. And you, you, we've seen some of these XFL players get signed almost immediately after the folding of the league. Some of the AAF players as well, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset. I don't know. I don't know why I'm upset, but I'm, I just want to see something where if players want to continue their dream, they could develop, get better, get coached by these professional coaches and maybe make that next step. I don't know. I, I'm a little upset about that. That's just something I want to say. Well, I mean, the NFL has college football, which does most of that for free. And, yeah, there's the undrafted players and the current orders of the world who, you know, needed NFL Europe and arena football in order to be able to make it onto a regular NFL team. But 99.9% of the NFL players are going to go – who succeed are coming directly from college. So the NFL probably doesn't care. And speaking of the XFL, though, did you see what came out in their uh, – yes. I guess Oliver Luck is suing the XFL – yeah, that's what and, uh, brought my beat upon was actually the Oliver Luck. Uh, I was going to say that, but I wanted to go on my little tangent there. But holy shit, dude. Yeah, Vince McMahon's lawyers yeah. claim that he fired Oliver Luck for three reasons. One was like complete mismanagement of the league during coronavirus, which, yep. you know, I don't know if they expected Oliver Luck to have a pandemic plan or what, but whatever. <laughs> uh, two, for allowing Antonio Callaway to be signed when he hadn't a uh, arrest record and the XFL was very strict with no criminal records for any of its players. But number three. But number three is the big one. And that was personal use of the XFL iPhone that was given to Oliver Luck. So I don't know if he was texting Andrew or what, maybe sending some gifts or who are we kidding? Andrew Luck doesn't have a smartphone, but uh, maybe he did a Google search for like nearest Thai restaurant at lunchtime. And yeah. Vince McMahon was like, Hey, that wasn't approved. Uh. I mean, I want to speculate on what he was actually doing. I, maybe you're right. I think you're probably pretty close. Uh, maybe he... Uh, maybe maybe their margins were tighter than we thought. And yeah. they, they had a very restricted Are they still data paying? plan. They're still yeah. paying for text? Like, it, was yeah. it was a family plan. Yeah. God. Oh, There's a gif in there somewhere with all the different Vince McMahon ones, either the walking out or like different levels where he gets more and more excited. Oh, like, dude, Vince McMahon is a walking gift machine. Yeah, uh, much like Michael Jordan's a walking meme. I feel like where Vince McMahon you can make a gif of, Michael Jordan you're making memes about his reactions to mostly uh, technology, I feel. Like he's looking at an iPad and he's laughing or something. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, God, I love it. All right, Fab, what do you got, man? All right, uh, I have a beat and I have a leap. We'll start with my leap, and uh, we talked about it earlier, but the last dance going on right now bringing up a lot of 90s nostalgia, and that's what my leap is because in addition to, you know, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson recently announced via an Instagram video that he's back, baby, 53 years young, and he's ready to compete again in boxing, and his workout video made it look like he was in pretty good shape and able to throw a lot of punches. I don't know how he would hold up against the current heavyweights of today, but it's cool that he's at least trying to make a comeback. Didn't maybe didn't they offer him like understanding two twenty something with a two twenty or two million dollars to fight anyone? I think I remember seeing it was no yeah it was like twenty million dollars to for one fight, which is. Pretty good payday, unless you're Floyd Mayweather. Then you're getting a hundred mil. But uh, I mean, I I get paid, you know, five hundred thousand dollars to get my ass beat. I I know I didn't work my way up there, but damn, twenty million dollars to just fight anyone. 
Yeah, pretty good deal. What would be fun is if Mike Tyson ended up fighting Tyson Fury, who was named after Mike Tyson. Oh, what, what was Mike Tyson's biggest payday? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, he supposedly, his collective earnings over his career were like $300 million. But as we know, Don King stole like 99% of that. So right now, I think his entire net worth is $3 million. I don't know how much he got for the Hangover movie. I heard so I just I typed in Mike Tyson's biggest payday. Tyson received thirty million of Andrew Holyfield. Holyfield uh, received thirty-five million. For, to be fair, first. though, Tyson also got a pretty good chunk of an ear, so you got to count that too. <laughs> Shut up. That's worth man. at least five million. Oh my god! But I mean, so I don't know if that's inflation or what that is, but twenty million dollars in today's money. But he got thirty million dollars for the biggest fight probably of all time at that point. Uh, yeah, he's making twenty million in his old age to get beat up or or beat the shit out of someone. Like that's amazing. I don't know. Like jump all over that. Get another face tattoo if you want. You know, <laughs> make it symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> Please, another tiger. Oh, uh, I feel like after Tiger King, that's gonna be a lot harder. You're DJ Rizras had a Mike Tyson tattoo temporarily for about seventy-two hours. In I don't West, believe that. Actually, I don't believe that one bit. Really? It was in Key West, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, did you uh, go out to any bars? Party, but, uh... <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. What, what was your what yeah, was we the did. best reaction? Um, what was the funny best thing reaction? about it is, uh, I honestly can't recall much of that weekend. <laughs> That's um, good. That's good. The morning before we were supposed to, the morning we were flying back, we are flying through Miami, uh, I had them scrub the thing off because i forgot how hard those like little kid water tattoos are to get off your face so or no i guess it was the day before we flew back so i think fab like was like washcloth scrubbing off my face i wake up the next morning i've got a full-on face scar all the way down the left side of my face um, and i'm just walking around the last day of my bachelor party with just it looks like i fell face first over uh handlebars of a bicycle <clears throat> i'm in the miami airport at the urinal and i look to my right and i shit you not michael vick is taking a piss beside me <laughs> this was two, i think it was like two or three days after uh it came out that he owed 20 some million in legal fees to his attorney. And I, I, I wait for him to wash his hands or whatever. When we're walking out of the restroom and I'm like, Hey, can we take a, can we take a picture together? <laughs> and he was trying to be super low key about it, but this just completely run down 23 year old with a half face scarred up asking for his, uh, his picture in the bathroom, in Miami airport two days after his, $20 million legal bills came through. Yeah, that was what, July or August of uh, 2015, right? Should have been, yeah. No, it was, it was uh, Memorial Day weekend, I think, of okay. yeah. 2015. So May of 2015. It's Good times. Nice, nice that you waited to finish peeing and then ask him and not be like, hey, bro, selfie, <laughs> and then like, you know. <laughs> Man, could, have, could have sold that to TMZ, I guess, though. If you you, gotta you got time like, for a quick sword <laughs> fight? Yeah. He was not happy. <laughs> was did, not how happy. did you? Uh, what was your opening line with him? Was it like, "Hey, what's up, dog?" Or "My dog?" It or... <laughs> smells like up dog in here. What's up, dog? <laughs> oh, that's our, another office reference for our Pam haters. Uh, on the 
podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn right. sucks. Uh, so that was my lead in a roundabout way. And now my beat is having to fart. This is not sports related, but in the UK last week, uh, police in Nottinghamshire went to serve a warrant. And upon knocking on the door, the guy that they were serving the warrant for ran outside and it was nighttime. So he ran like behind his house into a wooded area and was hiding from the cops. And uh, they were like searching the bushes. They couldn't find him. And then all of a sudden they heard a fart, which was the guy farting. And they turned from where the sound came from and caught him. So because this guy had to fart, couldn't hold it, he got arrested. And of course, you know, guys in the UK, British cops have a good sense of humor. So one of the pursuing officers said, I was almost out of wind running, but luckily the suspect still had some. Oh my God. That's clever. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't, I can't think of the last time I had to fart and I was like, had to hold it for whatever social situation I was in and being like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Can't hold it and just let it go. You know, like, they can get painful, you know, like yeah, those but come severe on, just... stomach aches. <laughs> I just feel like that's going to, never mind. I was going to make a really bad prison joke, uh, but uh, I just feel like it could lead to some other aches later on in life in the same area. I don't know. I'm going to cut that. That's terrible. And good for the police officer to have be a quick on the spot with that one. That's, that's pretty funny. It's hard to make a good passing win uh, quickly. DJ Rizraz, man. Yeah, British wit. British. We yeah, had dry. Right, hopefully it was a dry fart. DJ Rizraz, dude, you got a beat or elite for us? I, I do. Uh, all right. So my beat is going to be the LA Rams. They, yes. It's not new, but the, Oh, the, the the logo um it's all right so i can only compare it to i think maybe an elementary school and when you had to look at a like an ink blot type picture and it was like all right do you see a leopard drinking out of a river or do you see like a girl and you're like you only see one and you're like oh it's definitely that you can never like see the other one <clears throat> the horn which i understand what the logo is but the horn coming off of the the new logo it's a c and it looks like an la chargers logo to me and i cannot unsee it and i i just i, I i'm like it was the graphic designer leaving an easter egg like how could they how could they make that their new logo when there's their rival not rival team but like the other team in la Charger starts with a C. It looks like a C, and I can't get over it. It's, uh, they're tenants. Thoughts. It's god awful. Yeah. It's god awful, and the 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 font. It looks like the the creator of it loved Comic Sans so much. They're like, oh, that's the greatest font of all time. Let me find another goofy font. It looks like an ice cream like parlor or something. I don't know. The font is fucking god awful, dude. It's god awful, and and they it's just announced well, that and you guys LA is is no place short of graphic design. Like that's right, right. It's got to be one of the biggest cities for graphic design. It's ultimate slap in it the face. Looks, the logo itself is shit. And then did you guys see the the jersey reveals today with their that, color scheme? That's what I was seeing. Yeah, hold jersey. on, hold on. Yeah. Don't 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 steal my lead. Oh, okay. Oh, well, okay, well, then we'll just, we'll just wait. Thoughts are over. We have a difference of opinion. If, this, if you're saying, I would say we have a very big difference of opinion. If this is your lead. Continue. My lead, the LA Rams uniforms. 
the metallic chrome helmets, while yes, a little Oregon-esque, are fire. And the jerseys, they take a second to get used to because it's new and it's like new age. It's a little Starship Troopers. Remember when they had like their own little oh, don't football league? Like Starship that. Troopers? I love but them. They, but they executed it. Whereas the Jets circa last year, Sam Darnold, the green, the new green thing, terrible execution. This, these new jerseys combined with these fire helmets, like they're going to look awesome in SoFi Stadium or whatever it's called, SoFi Arena. Um, brings me back to a little uh, – Little Deion Sanders quote, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. And they're definitely going to look good. So that's I, I you do can't you can't good. say the helmets aren't awesome. I do like the I helmet. like the helmet color. The blue helmet color is awesome. The logo sucks, but fortunately on the helmet, it's just the horns again. It's not like that stupid ram ish uh, image. But if you look at the the blue jerseys, it's the same design as the Chargers. Like the blue the with the stripe design. on the shoulder. Yep. And then the the bone ones, which is this revolutionary new bone color. On bone. Bone on bone, which I heard somebody say on Twitter is fucking hilarious. But like the bone on bone color scheme was a tribute to former Rams player Todd Gurley and his knee. Shut up. But and then I also uh, heard another take on Twitter that I completely agree with. If you look at the bone on bone, the color of the numbers, especially like the Aaron Donald one, it looks like the frosting on an ice cream cake. It kind of does. It kind of does. It does. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm it's looking like at the Aaron, Aaron Donald bone on bone right now. <laughs> the yeah, God, that I like turns the shoulders. Me on, though. I think the shoulders look sick. The no, they did put like the shit, LA logo though. on the back. 99 looks weird regardless. Like, 99 on any any jersey. I, I look at good. I don't – looking at those things, I feel like those numbers, one, they look like they stand out a little bit. Like, they're 3D. They're going to – they look like they took the material made uh, – that they used to make receiver gloves and just cut it out in the shape of a 9. Yeah. I feel like it's – um, in order to good, in order opinion. to move the league forward, like everything is going to have to evolve at some point. It's good. There's going to be some differences that you're going to get used to. But I will like like the Jets ones. I'll never get used to those. Well, that's another this, thing. Is it's, it's, the Jets uh, ones are shit. These ones aren't like totally bad. The logo itself is bad, and then stealing the same like outlook or outline as the Chargers is bad. But Speaking of moving the league forward, the Rams are clearly getting us ready for ads on jerseys because there's no other reason to just put, you know, L.A. Rams on a very small breast. Dude, right I was there. just going to say that. So in, in two years, that's going to say, like, Google or Apple or something. Which is so dumb tires. fucking dumb, and the NBA has already done it. I mean, dude, look at NASCAR. Look at NASCAR. Look at, look at any Premier League team, you know, like Fly Emirates. I agree. I agree that there is precedence for it, but I, I like the NFL because they don't have that shit, you know? I yeah, I to... agree. They, they look better without them, but... Those fucking ads, dude, they piss me off, and I saw that too. The, the little gold stitching draws your eye. I mean, it's a really nice touch, but you're absolutely right. It's definitely 100% like prepping. I'm sure the league had something to do with that. The Rams obviously weren't acting on their own, right? There's no way. Yeah. It's very out of place if it's not an advertisement. You know? Yeah. 
it looks like a small name tag. Like, hi, my name is LA Rams. Dumb. I will agree. I will say it will add a ton of revenue. And if it cuts down ticket sales or concession sales, I'm all for it. But guess what? It's not going to. It's going to go into the owner's pockets with a small amount going to the players. And um, I was going to say, have you ever read anything about Dan Snyder? They're not going to take down ticket prices just because they're making more money. I've heard about Dan Snyder. Tell me more about this fantastic human being. Cares so much about his people. Oh, I fucking... uh, he's only been the only been the bane of all Redskins fans existence for the past 20 some years. uh, He's literally the cheapest person of all time. (laughs) My only hope is that the NFL, like other leagues opens up um, franchises to, I don't uh, maybe like sovereign wealth funds or something like that. (laughs) Because (laughs) at this point I'd be down for like, the Sultan of an ex- I, I I don't mean to be crass, but like the Sultan of whatever oil rich company or country to come in and just offer him like ten bill and just take a walk back to Potomac, dude. Be careful what you wish well, for, man. The Jaguar Mohammed- con and he's trying to bring his team to damn Europe. Like your yeah, team might just be gone at one point. The Dubai Redskins. That'll <laughs> Muhammad bin Salman. How does the Redskins in Dubai fucking, Uh, I don't know, the Dubai Oilers? That's uh, (laughs) that's a bit, that's kind of a stretch. They're just used to the same old school Houston Oilers (laughs) look. But it's like more same colored. They like bring out Warren Moon to be one of the like uh, team representatives you know he's out there on the 50 yard line he sounds the the horn before every game you know like the fucking siren jeff jeff fisher could coach i would bring in jeff fisher a solid eight season for the first season i mean that's good but the horn that the horn that warren moon is spinning to make the noise it's just the prayer to mecca song (laughs) But everyone in the stadium turns like 45 degrees or whatever <laughs> it is. Dude, we have it. We have our next big thing. The Middle Eastern Football League. Oh. Yeah, you just can't play during prayer time. So you have to plan your intermissions accordingly. Yeah, training camp's going to be rough during, during Ramadan. <laughs> All right. Well, there we are. We're, we're there. We're there in the first segment. Guys, how, are you, how was your beer? Uh, Saturday morning, it's good. Uh, you know, there was a little bit of apprehension beforehand about it being over the top with the uh, the Saturday morning flavor, if you will, the marshmallows. Yeah. Kind of like uh, we saw very early in Three Beers Two History with Bud Light Orange when it was just offensively orange. But it's not. First and foremost, it is an IPA. It just has a very nice aftertaste of marshmallows. So they did it well. Uh, they didn't go too heavy on the marshmallows. Uh, you know, there's, it, you don't feel like you have a leprechaun in your mouth, which is a good thing. Would, would you classify that as like a morning beer? Would you wake up hungover on a Saturday, drink a beer like that? Or would you put it in your cereal? Would you, is that something you could do or is that not? I think cereal would be a little much, but I suppose, you know, it is called Saturday morning. So if you're looking for a morning beer and you're okay with choking down an IPA at 9 a.m., then yeah, sure. Yeah, I, mean, I could see it. I could see it actually doing really well at brunches if they some uppity, you know, yuppie 
urban class or urban millennial socialite brunch spot with like exposed brick and uh incandescent light bulbs hanging from the ceiling had some kind of saturday morning ipa beer mixed with a bowl of lucky charms and they charge you you know 25 dollars for it you really paint a beautiful or or on their cereal on the cereal section of the menu like just they would have other cereals and then it would just have like that lucky charms beer yeah, <laughs> and that would be it. I'll take the Saturday morning. Like this, is and a- it, it comes in a bowl, and yeah. you just, <laughs> you drink just it out of the bowl. Drap Japanese style, drink it all the way yeah. down. Lift Delicious. It up to your mouth. DJ, so that Viz- so that beer actually blew blew up uh, last year. Whenever they released it, it's a pretty small brewery, Smart Mouth. I mean, they have a couple locations in Virginia Beach, but that's it. Um, to the point that it it actually made it on Jimmy Fallon's monologue shut Um, up he referenced that beer so i mean obviously it was it was popular before that and then it 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 was crazy that so they for the release this year they were selling raffle tickets just to have a spot in line i'm pretty sure you could only buy a four pack and by chance my wife's friend got got some and like thought I would want one. And then I immediately thought, Oh, I need to mail this San Diego for three beers too. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's kind of a unicorn beer. Fab, can we get a picture of that for the social media initiative? Yep. There's a reason I saved the can. You are one in a million, my friend. Uh, DJ Rizraz, man. Tell me about uh, your brew. Big poppy. Uh, That's pretty good. It's uh, definitely a double IPA. Uh, typically don't feel a beer after like four or five sips, but uh, the 8% is not lying. It might be a little conservative, um, but now it's good. I'm i uh, I'm a big hop fan. I'm not going to pretend that I'm some beer connoisseur and I can, and uh, describe all the different levels of flavor, but I'm not. The, would the recommend. The architecture of the beer. A lot of tannins. There are so tannins. many tannins. Uh, would you, what would you drink this? If you could pick this beer, like in a situation, dinner chilling with your friends watching a game where would you drink this beer if you had a, a choice besides on a you know mid-level podcast a, a saturday a saturday 70 degrees like a bench outside of a brewery it's good nice beer. i thought you were gonna say saturday maybe morning a little, and maybe a little really, heavy like, for the beach a little confused about the uh, the beer choices here <laughs> He doesn't want to be in the brewery. He wants to be on a bench outside of it. Well, he's social distancing. I'm, uh, the brewery is probably closed yeah. to go inside. He, you know, I get it. Yeah. And you got to experience nice weather. Yeah. You just do it. I'm going to crack my second beer. If you guys are ready, just uh, go ahead and crack and let's drink up. Fab. Yeah. We, uh, we don't yes. have Gigi here with the, the map of the United States. Can you, can you makeshift a uh, way to? pick a random city in the United States or somewhere. Yeah, let's uh, let's see here. We'll see what the Google machine does. Maybe there's a random city. Oh, that'd be perfect. Like a random city. Yeah, go to Google Earth. Go to Google Earth and then like put the mouse around with your eyes closed and Mm -hmm. then just click on whatever whatever city's closest. Google Earth. There we go. This is exciting. I'm pumped. A little nervous. Could be anything. What was it? Where did you get last time? What was that? Uh, 
Uh, Hilton, Hilton Head? Hilton Head, South Carolina. That was pretty good. That was, that was one of the better yeah. ones. Uh, what am I drinking here? Nito? Oh, Nito Bandito. Oh, I see what they did there. Nito Bandito. Is it neat? Uh, let me, hold on. Let me, let me try. Hmm. Oh, God, no. It is not Nito or Bandito. Oh, that's bad. I'm still going to drink it, but fuck, that's bad. All right, I got the app. You want me to just do it? Yeah, he's got the Google Earth app. All right, DJ Rizraz. Yeah, guess. All right, I'm just scrolling out to find the... Ooh, Lake Ozark. Oh! What's close to that? So... Is I don't know is Lake Ozark gonna? I mean that could be pretty. I bet there's pretty weird there. Yeah, I mean. Yes, so it's looking will like you be my Marty Bird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's looking like Jefferson City is the largest municipality close to that. Lake Ozark. Oh yeah, there's a Craigslist for Lake of the Ozarks. We are good. To oh yeah. Go. Holy shit. Lake of the Ozarks. Who Love this one. Not. All right, so we're talking about the draft last episode, right? My favorite thing about the draft every year is the player that gets passed by like 10 or 20 teams or maybe falls to the third round, but he has the same soundbite as every other player, right? I'm going to make these teams pay for not drafting me, right? I have them all memorized in my head. I'll make them pay. Kind of akin to some of the uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, Josh Rosen did that. Uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know, like, is that is that tired? Is that worn out? Can we just cancel that? Are we done with the I know who didn't draft me, I'm going to make these guys pay? Or do you think that is it really a chip on someone's shoulder where they can use that to fuel their excellence? I think it depends on the player. Like Tom Brady came in pretty hot because he went in the sixth round, not that he was expecting to go in the first round or anything. But, again, if you're going to hold it against the teams that passed on you, if you're a second-round or later prospect, every team passed on you. Yeah, right? Yeah, the team that drafted you passed on you probably at one point. Exactly. But, I mean, it can be fuel for the player. Like, you know, it's pretty easy to convince yourself that you've been – yeah, disrespected or whatever, even though you were drafted in the NFL. Yeah. And then use that to motivate you in the offseason. I mean, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily discredit what it means to them per se. I'd say what it means to me is like, I don't care. Did I ask yeah. you this last week, Fab? Did I ask you this last week? I'm not sure if I did. I'm over anything that's not talking about their like performance in college. Yes. I agree, and I, I love that. I think the performance in college is definitely the only thing we should be talking about. I'm not a big senior, you know, day thing guy. I'm not a big, you know, combine. Combine's fine, but uh, I, I, I look at the tape. I want to look at the tape. That's all I care about. Big tape guy. Big tape guy. Fab, did I ask you this yesterday, uh, last tape, week? Tape and who they played, like quality. Of who oh, of course. Yeah, of course. If you're playing scrubs, you're going to look – like a much better player, but I don't know. Uh, Fab, if there's no season, heaven forbid here, did I talk to you about, like last week? What are we doing with the draft next year? Do you uh, know if there's I no- think we touched on it briefly. I think, you know, as a non-biased Bills fan, I think the only way to make it fair and equitable would be any team that did not have a first-round pick 
this year should get two uh, next year if there's no other way to order it. Probably like number one to number two. I don't know. That but, makes uh, sense. A couple of different takes on it using the same uh, standings from this year that for the draft order or doing that, but then making it a snake draft, which would be entertaining. Ooh, that'd be hot. So like the team with the last pick in the first round gets the first pick in the second round. Yeah. I think that would be fun and a unique twist on it. If you I can, had to bet, I would say the NFL would just keep the same order from the year before. Yeah. I was going to say, if we do a snake draft, do you think the Jets just auto-draft? Yeah. They, they just probably don't they, even they take the <laughs> They take a kicker in the second. You're like, God damn it. They, they, what, Aaron Hernandez, they pick him up. Like, fuck, dude. Why is he still in the fucking database? That was a killer pick. Um, <laughs> all right. How's it? How's it looking over there, man? Have you have you seen any neat? Yeah, there's some good, there's some good ones. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, so a new segment we don't have a soundbite for is going to be your uh, your your top fantasy picks, right? So I want to talk about some fantasy in the show where we have football coming up. Hopefully, the idea of football coming up. Fantasy. But it's a big fantasy. <laughs> you know, football right now is a fantasy to us. It's fantasy football for real. So I want to introduce a new segment. Uh, what? I want your top three fantasy picks oh, because of – and this week, let's do new situations. What, what, pers- what person has moved to a new team that provides a new uh, a fantasy perspective or outlook for you? So uh, give me your menage a trois, your dream threesome. doesn't have to be in the same team because it's your fantasy team. Uh, one quarterback, one – you know, a uh, running back, one kicker, one wide receiver, one tight end. I don't give a shit. Give me your menage a trois fantasy players, and I'm going to steal Tom Brady. I'm going first. I'm going to steal Tom Brady. I think he, with Bruce Arians, as I talked about before, he could do big things, and I think that's a very exciting position of the quarterback, but you can get that in the later round. You don't have to draft him right away. I think the Kyler Murrays, I think the Lamar Jacksons, I think the – uh, Pat Mahomes are going to go off the board early. I think the Tom Brady could be there unless someone's snake drafting and uh, auto drafting and, and, you know, he gets picked up real quickly. I think Tom Brady could be one of those uh, later round picks that have, he's got weapons for days on that offense. And he's got Bruce Aarons who loves to throw the ball downfield, which I'm not, you know, we'll see how Tom does if he stays healthy, you know, we'll, we'll, but I think that's a good position for him. David Johnson and talking about chips on shoulders. I, I love that. DJ uh, David Johnson going to the Texans completely disrespected by the Arizona fan base and by most of the league because of the trade and the value that the Texans got. Do you think that D, uh, David Johnson could put a chip on his shoulder and really start producing? I feel like Bill O'Brien is going to force feed him to justify this trade with DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals. I don't, I don't know. Is that, I think he's a deep pick that you could get, and he could be a lot of fantasy value because he is a good player. He could be a good player. Good point, though. I mean, Bill O'Brien thinks the world of David Johnson. I, I agree. I agree. I think Bill O'Brien is going to force feed him. I think the f- I don't know if anyone's going to be a fantasy superstar in the Texans' offense. I, I'm, I don't not, – not discrediting his abilities, but uh, – I just I don't see it coming together. I mean, Sean Watson obviously is is going to be in a good in a better spot because he's going to have a solid running game behind him. But, but no, he was actually not on my. Uh, I didn't do running backs. I did flex, but he was not on my like top six. 
Yeah. When I was preparing for this. I just feel like he, he has a solid chance to do well this year if, if, if they use him right. And uh, I've seen him in 2016. That dude was a superstar, man. He, had, he wanted to get 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving. He, he was just fucking awesome. He can catch. He could run. My wide receiver is not a free agent, was a draft pick. And uh, who's number 88 in Big D? Do you guys know? CD. CD to Big D. And uh, I feel like Boomer Sooner, I'm going to go ahead and just point my flag out here, but uh, I feel like that was a strange scenario, making him number 88, first of all. But I feel like he's, he could do really well this year, and I feel like he's not going to be one of the top you know, echelon guys being drafted uh, in fantasy football. And I don't know, I, I feel like he could provide a good – relief valve for Dak Prescott, depending on coverages and things like that. And that might be a good sleeper pick for people. I don't know. I could see he him needs to put on yeah, being like a wide he's, receiver too. On he, team. He's, too, he's too thin. He needs to put on weight. I, I, I just look at the kid and I'm like, yeah, he was able to outrun everyone and excel in the college offense that he was set up to excel in because he's fast. But, like, he, I, I still – I was honestly surprised that they took him. I think that was a. Uh, I think it was a good pick, but I think you're right. Like the big I mean, defenses are she not. She did that go good. up against premier competition. Uh, there it is. Oh, I I disagree. I think the Big Twelve defenses are going to set them up very well for competition in the NFL. Everyone knows that the Big Twelve is just a powerhouse of cornerbacks and safeties and linebackers, and they're usually very low scoring games. So, oh yeah, all right, all right. I can see you're mocking. Uh, I think now. he's gonna have an easier time in the uh, NFC East. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, in the NFC East, I'm not sure if you're you're messing around or being honest now. Like that, it's uh, it's up in the air now. Uh, all right, Fab. All right, Fab. Give me your menage a trois, dude. Give me your, your fantasy three way. All right. So this is not necessarily like the if I was building a team from scratch, but in terms of fantasy for the 2020 season, assuming there is one, I'm a big value guy. So I couldn't just go right off the bat, Christian McCaffrey. I couldn't, you know, just do that. So I'm going for guys who I think are going to over achieve a little bit where they be drafted in fantasy leagues this year. So quarterback, and this is not a pandering like a rattle horn thing where I'm trying to get bonus points from the host and, different noise effects when you hit your booper. But uh, Kyler Murray, I think he's going to put up some some big numbers out there in uh, the zona, if you will. Uh, friend of the podcast, Daryl, has the term pumping zonies in the dunes, and I think Kyler's going to pump a lot of zonies all over the field and put up some touchdowns. <laughs> Daryl's uh, getting a shout-out on the show. And, you know, old-school Larry Fitzgerald. He's got targets. I'm excited to see what he does. You're tailing Cliff Kingsbury's system. We know that Cliff can run a college offense. We know for sure that Cliff can uh, interior decorate a living room and choose <laughs> awesome layouts, and he knows how to live. So what's that to the NFC West defenses? <clears throat> but I do. I think Kyle's going to put up some serious numbers. He had a very, very good rookie year. Another year in the system, I expect him to make some noise. Running back. You're, you're maxed out on points. All right, well, thank you. Uh, I'll take my shout-out later. Also in the West, but uh, jumping conferences to the AFC, let's talk about Josh Jacobs, running back, Oakland Raiders. John Gruden, you know, yes, he's a quarterback guru and loves throwing the ball, but he's going to pound the rock, too. Their offensive line was much improved last year. 
because they brought in Trent Brown and Richie Incognito, and they have the same starting five returning this year. So I expect Josh Jacobs to continue. How do I take a picture of this? To produce. Uh, for our loyal listeners who can't see it, DJ Rizraz is going full around the horn. He's writing notes on his page very much around the horn style, holding them up. And his first one said, Roy Page sucks. So that's awesome. We love it. But I do. I think Josh Jacobs is going to do well. They were talking about as a receiver last year. They didn't really hit him out of the backfield as much as his fantasy owners were hoping for. Maybe that will expand a little bit this year, although they will have. Henry Ruggs to stretch the field down oh, yeah. or stretch the field, yeah. So they'll have to dedicate some targets to him as well. But I think Josh Jacobs is going to continue to produce and uh, be a very good option in the fantasy realm and should be available for a lot of teams out there in the you know late first, early second round, depending on how big the league is. And then for receivers as well, uh, a guy who's now going to be the de facto number one option on a team that Brandon will be looking to run the ball, but they literally have nobody else behind them there, Justin Jefferson. But Adam Thielen, I think he's going to be the focus of Kirk Cousins. He's the only guy that Kirk Cousins is going to have any prior relationship with. And with the shortened offseason, they're not going to have a lot of time to get Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins on the same page. And, yes, defense will be focusing on He'll get a lot of coverages and bracketing by the safety, rolling coverage to the side. But I think they're still going to force feed him. I think Cousins is going to go to him. And, you know, yes, there might be a lot of passes deflected and some interceptions here and there, but you know what? Those are negative points for Thielen. He's going to get his yards. He's going to get his receptions. He's going to get his touchdowns. So those are my three right now for I love it. I think you're absolutely right. I was actually going to stay away from the uh, the Bills. I'm surprised you didn't take the low-hanging fruit there, but uh, I like it, man. Well, you know, if I had to pick my fantasy team and look for a lot of my team, it would be Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Kevin Singletary. But uh, yeah. I wanted to teach the viewers and listeners something new, something that they don't know. I love it. DJ Rizraz, you're on the spot. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Bell Beckham Jr. workout videos on my uh, Insta story, and I'm thinking to come together for Baker. Uh, he's a winner, and he's got a lot of talent around him. Um, so I'm going to go with Baker uh, because it's not cliche, but I think it's a good pick. Uh, let's see. I like DeAndre Hopkins to the, to the Cardinals. Um, I, I think he's – I think it's going to be great. I'm really going to light it up with him. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to do Cliff Kingsbury things college uh, with the athletic ability of Hopkins in, in his hands. Murray just has to get it close, and, and he's going to hold it. Uh, this was a tough one. I am really – I think Saquon over Christian McCaffrey is going to go off. Saquon out of the backfield catching passes, downfield runner, obviously. Um, he's a bruiser. He yards after first hit, second hit. Um, and then he's going to get a goal line carry. So. Uh, and if I had to pick a tan, I'm definitely going Gronk. Oh, going Gronk and Tamp? Oh, resurgence in Tampa Bay. Dude, Gronk went out on top, took a year off where he wasn't getting just absolutely annihilated by. Uh, every free safety in the league and is coming back boy Tom. Uh, I, I agree man I feel like uh, 
I feel like Gronk could have one of those years where he gets hurt either really early or he just fucking absolutely blows up the league. All right. I know it's getting late, so let's uh, let's start cruising with this. Are you guys right. ready for uh, some mis- ready for misconnections? Yeah, let's do some misconnections. I have my last beer here. I'm going to crack it because I'm thirsty as hell. You guys got your uh, beers? Please go ahead and crack them and drink them. And let's do some yep. misconnections. All right. Coming at you live from Lake of the Ozarks, Rolla. Don't know where that is. You were wearing scrubs in big lots. I saw you in the Rolla big lots and didn't get the chance to say anything to you. That's it. That is the misconnection. Well, obviously, Three Beers 2 would like to take this moment <laughs> off to say thank you to our first responders. And uh, obviously wearing scrubs, so yeah, let's, let's hook this person up, man. Yeah, I say, uh, you know, somebody tweets, Instagrams or whatever, at Three Beers 2 with a selfie of them wearing scrubs, and it says Three Beers 2. Like, you know, hook them up with the gift card. Show, spread the love. All right. Um, how about this? Since Fab said that, you do that $50 cash app. Give me your Three Beers 2 on your scrubs. 50, if three Beers 2, you can give $50. Go take yourself out for dinner. Take you and your significant other out for dinner. That is not the giveaway this week, but that is what we're going to give you right now. So I like that. That's awesome. Also, if you're the person in Lake Ozark with your scrubs on, hook this guy up or hook this person up, man. Yeah. I mean, well. you would assume somebody in scrubs gainfully employed, steady income. Maybe they're a nurse. Maybe they're a doctor. Maybe they're a lab tech. We don't know. But uh, they have a job or they're yeah. How, uh, how they're big is the, how big is the medical support network? Oh, I mean, obviously massive. <laughs> in Lake of the Ozarks or Rolla? Um, yeah. Huge, huge. Let me get on Indeed or Glassdoor and see if they're hiring. <laughs> Shut up. You did not just say you're getting on Indeed. All right, so here we are. We're on Indeed. I love it. Um, dude, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. But I think there's, there's a match made in heaven here, and I want these people to get together. Uh, you're in a big lot. <laughs> what, what does big lot sell? Is it just like, like knickknacks and stuff? Uh, everything at a discount. So it could yeah. be anything, like a lawn chair. Is that- it's like a Dollar General Walmart, I want to say. Got it. Okay. It's a, okay. Oof. All right. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a big store, big box store, but they sell mostly like dollar store things you can see. Got it. Give whoa, me- whoa. All right. Uh, so if you're in... We got Big Tom. Uh, looking at oh, hold on, Big Tom. Medical Center. If you're a hospitalist, whoa, Big Tom. Oh, oh. Big Tom is in the house. Look at this handsome devil. What's up? <laughs> just a casual. What's up? Big <laughs> what Tom, up? real quick. We're doing, uh, we just started Misconnections, man. But first, do you have a quick beater elite you can give us? I do. I can give it to you guys. Can you guys hear me okay? Give it to me, babe. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, quick beat. My beat's going to be my lead today, uh, but it's a big beat in a big lead. Jim Harbaugh in his comments about NFL draft, draft oh, eligibility. college players. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to start with my lead. That's going to be my lead. I think it is uh, – it is – 
far enough time that somebody of consequence as a, in the college football and then into NFL ranks uh, talks about the sacrifice that these guys are making, both as their bodies, and then we've talked about it before in the show about uh, the nuclear half-life of NFL running backs and how that decays so fast um, as they're going through their own careers. So uh, bottom line, uh, quick summary, Jim Harbaugh said he thinks that there should be no minimum amount of time that a player needs to play college football in order to then enter the NFL draft. And even more so that should they elect to enter the draft and they don't get picked up by a team, they can go ahead and uh, there's no consequence there and they can rejoin whatever team they're coming from. There is no other job in society where you get uh, punished for being interviewed for a promotion, let alone a life-changing one. And I think that's pretty elite that he's standing up for his players. And uh, honestly, outside of that stuff, the NFL has paved the way, excuse me, the NBA has paved the way when uh, the ABA allowed it sessions uh, straight from high school before the NBA did. Moses Malone being one of the first famous ones, really the first one in the NBA to go straight from high school. Some guys who missed out on that opportunity, a guy named Julius Irving, a.k.a. Dr. J, who changed the NBA uh, during the 1970s. So there's definitely goodness behind that rule, and I support Coach Harbaugh with that on uh, on the lead side. Also, uh, I got a big beat. It's uh, Jim Harbaugh saying that players should be able to enter the NFL draft anytime they want to, and uh, they should be able to leave without consequence and then come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is my beat as well, because I will say <laughs> I will say the, uh, the one-and-done rule, my only trepidation here is that the one-and-done rule has single-handedly uh, destroyed college basketball. It's, yep. it's a ghost of what it once was. Uh, there's no dynastic teams anymore, and it's to the point that players are making the smart decision of going to the G League or playing internationally instead of uh, – going to college basketball and, and supporting college basketball and making American college basketball what it was back in its heyday of, uh, you know, generationally, but we think the early 90s and the teams like the UCLA's and the Duke Blue Devils of the past and the North Carolina Tar Heels, that's going to be uh, something we never really see before institutionally. And uh, I am now worried that uh, college football, because of this role, would go by the same uh, wayside that college basketball has. So that's my beat and my lead. They look similar. They are similar, but I feel differently about both. Do you think that Harbaugh's playing 3D chess here uh, while everyone else is playing checkers? Is he saying that college players should be allowed to leave whenever? Because, one, it'll help with recruiting. Two, he knows that no Michigan players are going to get drafted early. And, three, he's trying to get a lot of Ohio State players out the door. I think – I think it's mostly. That's a shot at Michigan. Oh, that's a solid <laughs> shot. That's a solid shot. <laughs> is, it, is it wrong, though? Is no, it wrong? I think, I, I think it's exactly what you said to jump from the jump. He is uh, – it's he, – he's trying to help. His, I'm not thinking Jim Harbaugh is some some Mother Teresa of college football or Saint Ed. You know, should, be, <laughs> right. should be venerated as such, but I do think <laughs> – I do. I do think that uh, he's just trying to pull recruits. And honestly, I mean, it's the same reason why Coach Cal, like the look at the dichotomy of the, the Kentucky Wildcats over the, the Duke Blue Devils in, the, in regards to success and, uh, and, and uh, decline of success of one program while the other one 
has done notably better because Coach Cal's got no problem with guys coming one year, one and done, and he'll tell them that in recruiting visits. Uh, Coach K was a little shorter or a little uh, more recently finally came around to that, and there's really no uh, – I mean, in his shows and just how that dynasty that once was strong and insurmountable has fallen. So, yeah, I do think it's a, a recruiting pitch mostly for Jim Harbaugh for sure. Do, do you think that um, that players – a big thing that Fab and I talked about last week was that players that don't get drafted, there's a huge market for these top echelon guys at the you know bottom of the draft that have uh, undrafted free agent status, right? Uh, Sean Payton, notably trading up to draft his guy. Uh, do you think if these players get for a sure. chance to get, if you don't get drafted, you just go, you revert back to your normal status of college football, you know, uh, athlete. Could they still get a, a contract from a team? Where do you, where do you stand on that? So are, are you saying kind of doing away with the undrafted free agent and now you're either drafted or not? Is that when does it stop? In the, when can you, when did, when does the limit stop for you to be able to go back to college football? Right. Can you still accept an offer or can you not even listen to offers? Like, so you don't get drafted at all. Your Mr. Irrelevant is picked. You are not him, and then you are automatically go back to the, some pool that can go back to the uh, not pool. You're you're back in the college football ranks, or can you pick up a contract and then hey, no one calls you and you're you're good. How does that work? No, that's that's a great that's a great point because there are probably guys. Um, you know, it's almost it's it's almost the reverse of the Matt Leinart conundrum. You know, stayed is stayed an extra year, I believe, his senior year, and dropped from a dropped from a, a would be uh, likely top pick to number ten. I don't know any uh, I wish Cardinals fans who remember that. Oh God, uh, come on, man! <laughs> rightfully, rightfully so. I'm sitting it. right here. But no, and 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 absolutely rightfully so. I mean, he ended up being a trash pro, but. You're right. Like I imagine there are guys, let's take Michigan, for example, like huge, huge uh, power five school, a guy wants to test the waters. He has uh, you know, a relative or an agent that's coming after him and saying, Hey, try to get drafted. He becomes close to that Mr. Relevant. And now he's a seventh round draft pick. And he says, uh, I had another year of eligibility. I think I can do better than the seventh round. Let me go back and try to, and try to move up. Or if a guy, like you said, goes undrafted, and says, oh, man, this sucked. Um, yeah, I don't want this free agent contract. I want to go back to school. It gives a lot of power to the players. Now I do. It is an interesting conundrum when you say, like, maybe you sign, like, some type of disclaimer before that says, if I get drafted in any of the 266 picks or however many, then I shall go to the NFL. Yeah. Maybe it's some type of binding agreement like that. But that's a slippery slope, too. I feel like that really puts a, a weird spot for the people at the very end. Like, I don't think I don't think the me. NFL like, don't draft me. Don't. I don't think me. the NFL allows that. I don't think they will allow that at all, dude. Like, yeah. Then kids would just be like, "All right, so a team uses a draft pick on you, and then you say, nope, I'm going back to college so that I can get drafted higher.' Like, no way the NFL's gonna let that happen." Yeah, I think that the cutoff is yeah, like they would have to be using that as leverage. Like they would, they would leave early. They would leave early if they were. A... It, it's a tough slope. Maybe you know, the uh, the yeah. player, uh, maybe the player could just put in some kind of like before the draft limit. He's like, if 
I'm not drafted by the fourth round that I'm coming back for my senior year, and then teams know not to draft them from the fifth round on. A little a limit order, if you will. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love trading. I love calling it that. <laughs> it's like maybe it's like some type of conditional pick. Yeah, I want to. I want to credit default swap yeah. the number three corner in D one All right, uh, Big Tom. Somehow man. you get like uh, you get Steve Carell on the Big Short, Kevin Costner in Draft Day, and Adam Sandler in uh, Uncut Gems, being like, "This is how I win." And it's a three-way tie for uh, collateralized debt obligations that gets them Patrick Mahomes somehow. Jeez. In exchange for uh, Josh Yeah, you better credit <laughs> these guys here. All right, Big Tom, what are you drinking? Real quick, what are you drinking tonight? What's your, what's your top beer? Yeah, my top beer is the Hop Cloud Hazy IPA by none other than Carl Strauss. Another oh, hazy. Oh, yeah. I'm a... I'm a hazy guy, and uh, I'm a creature of habit. It's got a nicely adorned gentleman in uh, non-prescription glasses, likely <laughs> empty lens on the front, uh, a, a fully buttoned down and buttoned up, uh, a plaid shirt, and a, a nicely waxed uh, upturned mustache, as well as a long burly beard. Bottom line, I think I'm gonna look like this guy. Is, by there, the time is there an obscenely large bicycle in the background by chance? <laughs> there is, and a typewriter. <laughs> and a typewriter. <laughs> and a typewriter. The man's dressed like a lumberjack, but he's never picked up an axe. No, <laughs> but he makes a good beer. It's a seven percent alcohol by volume, so it's right there in the sweet spot for a hazy IPA. Yeah, uh, not too heavy, uh, just heavy enough to be able to drink all six of these. But uh, it's great. We'd definitely recommend. All right. Fab, you ready to start the uh, finishing these missed connections there? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. This one's a good one. Here we go. Uh, and Big Tom, for your essay, we're in Lake of the Ozarks. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I like that. I've never heard of it. Uh, we I've already read the first one, but here's the, here's the second one. Yeah. DJ Rizraz had the, uh, the insight to go Google Earth, and he – fortuitously landed on Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, no mention of Marty Bird yet. All right. Uh, this one, from Lake of the Ozarks, are you needing a road trip? I'm a local truck driver seeking company for my next trip out. Heading to Pennsylvania Monday morning and we'll be back Friday. All expenses paid. Food, showers, etc. I'm okay with a male, but would prefer a female. Any race welcome. Someone over the age of 20 and younger than 40. Clean, decent, normal people only, please. When you say all expenses paid and then you say including your shower, that's when you know it's going to be a good trip because you're in the fucking love truck stop. Shower, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the dude two or three weeks ago who's like, I want to put food inside your body. Like, <laughs> in your body. This guy's willing to pay for showers. Yeah. What he doesn't mention is that he's only paying for one shower cell at a time, so you have to share it with him, but the shower is included. But his, his, uh, his range of people uh, and ages and things, is, is he just doesn't care. He just wants to shower with some human being, you know? Yeah. That's, he just wants a companion. I, I, I dig this. I, I, like I dig it. it. I dig it. Yeah. Could, could anyone that's considering this 
proposition be a clean, decent, normal person as he is <laughs> no, limiting no, the choices to? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> See, that's the problem. That's the catch-22 there, yeah. Unless it's like some University of Missouri journalism school student who's like trying to get an exclusive and write a book about his cross-country road trip, then no, I don't think any other normal person would jump on this. Trucker bombs. My trip to Pennsylvania. <laughs> the showers are free. The Hashtag showers. I jumped on this. <laughs> Gross. I'm neither clean nor decent. All right. Uh, all right. Next one up. Looking. Married couple looking for between the ages of 22 and 42 who, uh, who's up for a FFM or MFFM threesome or foursome sometime this weekend. Your pictures, you holding two fingers next to your dick or pussy is a must for consideration. <laughs> must be well-educated, good-looking, clean, drug-free, and want to have fun for a few hours. I know it's a lot. We're new to this, so we want to make sure you're real. Thanks for reading. We the two-finger about- rule is interesting. If one finger will not suffice. Were they they're they're about to find... Somebody- it's like about banana to find the Guinness Book of World Record smallest hand person to take that yeah. picture for sure. <laughs> I was say, like, is one finger is not enough to get scale? You need two. You need. Did they get ripped it. off by somebody with really skinny fingers? Oh mm-hmm. my god! I just feel like this is the fantasy three-way. This guy is trying to do the the three beers two fantasy threesome. That's what he's doing. What is up with the measurement of the two fingers next to the female anatomy? I was going. I, I was that too. Are they? Is it a? Is it a question of capacity? Like whether or not she's up for it? Question of capacity. Like, did she? Is she a a one twenty eight or a two fifty six gigabyte? Does she have enough space? Oh my god! <laughs> I have nothing else to say. This. Why do you have to be well well educated? You need a master's to do this? No, yeah, obviously a master's or <laughs> send your transcript and two letters of recommendation. Yeah. 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 Along with your thesis, we'll have you defend it before we begin. <laughs> but we're new to this, so they, yeah, you know, we're... just just work with us, okay? I don't know. Golly. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> wow. All right. You missed another one. I love cool. this place. Uh, uh, lesbian seeking first hello i'm a lesbian seeking a man i know weird i just want to try it out once keeping it discreet i have a place gotta come now though and be disease free and you can't be stupid or and asshole if you a real then text me my personal m-a-i-l crazy mom 489 gmail.com and put three plus three equals six on subject after get your email i'll send you pick uh, heart emoji, blowing a kiss with a heart emoji, and arrow through a heart emoji. Uh, great. This white has buffalo. abduction written all over it. <laughs> great white buffalo, or you're getting like kidnapped, probably one or the other. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> Hog, could this possibly be the lady who was behind you at uh, Shore Club? <laughs> oh God! What, dude? What is happening right now? Yes. And why are they the Lake of the Ozarks? Why is that lady? I mean, it's Missouri open bars. That's it. All right. You, so you, all right, listen. So first of all, for any man that's looking for just a quick hookup, this is a dream scenario, right? So great white Buffalo. This is something that never happens. 
Um, but you can't be, was it stupid? You can't be stupid, dumb. Uh, stupid or or is, and asshole. Or and asshole, yeah. And, or asshole, yeah. <laughs> they they grammatically yes. fuck up two letters after stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> but you can't be stupid with two O's. She has to be an, an adopted mother, 489, because she says she wants to try it once. She's never apparently tried it, but email is crazymom489. I'm going to pee my pants. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Holy shit. Maybe don't, she's a cat mom. Don't fuck with Three Bears 2. We're going to figure shit out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she adopted mother. Oh, oh man. Next one. This one from West Plains, Missouri. West Plains Hotel. Saw you checking in with your work truck and figured some mail-to-mail social distance stuff could happen. I'd like to see yours finish into the trash can across the room. Tell me what hotel, and I'll confirm. Green sign out front. What? <laughs> I'd like to oh see my yours finish into the trash can across the room. He's looking for, like, distance. Yeah, that's true. Do you think you are on one side, the trash can is on the other, and it's like a long jump evolution? Or are you with the trash can on one side and he's on the other? I mean, he did say socially distant. (laughs) He did say social distance stuff, so maybe that is. You're like, hey, I'll show you six feet. (laughs) I haven't seen that category in Pornhub yet, but I think it's it's coming. (laughs) Get it? Oscar Yeah. Pineapple tastes better, but orange is more aerodynamic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, another one. Lake of the Ozarks. Hi, and 36 and recently divorced. I have big boobs. You can play with my boobs and ass. I live alone and have my own car so I can travel if needed. Looking for as long as this is up, email me fast and enjoy. I do not want money. Does this person only want boob and ass play or more i'm confused you think they're they don't, boobs? doesn't rule out other stuff she doesn't rule out other stuff she just offers the first two things up but i don't know Fab, doesn't I feel, limit it yeah i feel like sometimes we we get these weird locations where men would be very well served to be there and i feel like this is a good spot like there's several of these that were like wow oh, well damn just Email for free sex, right? Or at least boob and butt play. I did the the hand grabbing, yeah. like that's the thing. But boob and butt play. I got nothing else. I have literally nothing else. That's just it's. I'd probably call her out on the big boobs claim and ask her proof with like I don't know two fingers for two fingers next to your, your <laughs> nipple. Yeah. And ass. You, you have two fingers in the cleavage. <laughs> Again, it's a capacity <laughs> issue. <laughs> All right, just just one finger, like a pinky. That's fine. It's the same. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, three fingers. No, that's that's too big. We want two, two or less. Spot. Come on, we want to feel something. All right. Uh, yeah. Next one. Uh, 
Cole Camp or Sedalia, Missouri, looking for lesbian lovemaking. I am 5'7", overweight. I look like Susan Boyle. I am looking for a woman to make love to. Looks and age, not important. I am thinking if we like each other, we can meet once a week for sex at your house or a hotel. I will pay. You can be in Sedalia, Versailles, Cole Camp, or even Warrensburg. I never had a lesbian love affair, but I am very interested in real lovemaking. I am wanting to try different positions like fingering each other, then oral, then grinding. Interested in mutual orgasms, send me an email and let's set up a meeting time. Maybe once the restaurants are open, we can meet for dinner. I'll pay. If we like each other, maybe we can go home and make love. Or maybe we can just go straight to lovemaking, which I prefer. I am extremely horny, and if you live real close, maybe we can make love several times a week. Uh, I'm making a lot of love here. I think DJ Rizzo, you had texted me earlier. Uh, So I I did not know who – I didn't know who Susan Boyle was. What? Uh, And I I just did a quick Google image search. It was American was Idol, like, or it the, wasn't American Idol, but the it was voice. like uh, the UK's got Britain's Got Talent. I think that's right. And she sang that "I Dream a Dream." It's just and, uh, she. I think she described herself. You know, why as would you compare yourself? Why would you compare yourself? I, mean, I think she's <laughs> like, just being honest. Know, she's not lying. Yeah. She's yeah, not lying. I guess. You don't but call she's clearly desperate. Susan Boyle look alike. Oh, sorry. Going back to the West Plains Hotel one about about the work truck. Uh, doing some more detective work here. Tell me what hotel, and I'll confirm. Green sign out front. How many hotels are in West Plains, Missouri? Have a green sign out front. She's about to get catfished hard. Oh man! Damn. Yeah, but how many Holiday Inns are in West Plains, Missouri? Uh, we can find out. Let's catfish. Oh, yeah, Come She's on, fat. We're gonna catfish these people. Catfished. <laughs> I'm booking a flight a, to the nice Lake one. of the Ozarks and then I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> the prices have never been better. So he's <laughs> sending an email to crazymom at gmail.com. I'm saying, oh man, I'm out there. <laughs> Is that the last one there, Fab? Yeah, that's it. That's the last one. Guys, well, shit. Um, I feel like if, if someone other than us can catfish one of these people, not catfish, bad word. How about this? Someone, one of our listeners, email these people, go on there, send us a screenshot, $25, three beers, two. We will send you Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, whatever you want. And then just send us what happens. Send us your link or whatever. I don't know. And then last week, Fab chastitypolice.com.net whatever it was that was hilarious we're still waiting on our first person to use their service that giveaway is still active so first first people to use chastity police let us know how their intrusion went I want to hear about it we will pay for your service they're going to come interrupt your date they're going to make your date feel like an asshole they're going to private investigate your boyfriend or whatever Use them. Let us know how it happened. Guys, how was your last beer? Mine was absolutely amazing. I had a Goose Island IPA. Fucking awesome. A staple of my life. Big Tom, how was your beer? I'll tell you what, I'm on uh, number two of what will be six by the end of the night. 
uh, Hop Clouds Hazy IPA. This is great. I love, I love the way this guy looks. I love his beard. The beer is good too. Um, it's a good, good taste. I'll ten out of ten. Seven percent, perfect. Not too, not too heavy. Smooth enough. Tastes exactly what you want in a hazy IPA. So, sure. so if that lumberjack sent you a photo with two fingers, you'd come. I would find my nearest trash can and need thirty <laughs> seconds alone. <laughs> Uh, it took me a long time to piece that joke together, but here I was. I'm so excited about that one. Oh, fab. <laughs> fab, Saturday morning when this podcast drops. That was a good reach back. Yeah. Oh, nice. You're, uh, you're drinking beer with your breakfast? Yeah, Saturday morning. It's uh, nostalgia, and it's nostalgically ridiculous. DJ somehow we're able to get marshmallows into an IPA without making it taste like complete shit. <laughs> I mean, that's the perfect description. DJ Rizraz, your Sunday morning hungover alcohol. Does that have to be beer? Give me something. Like you're, you're, you're watching football Sunday morning. What are you drinking? Sunday morning football? Well, I'm an East Coast guy, so 1 o'clock kickoffs, but uh, I mean, I'm, if I'm feeling a little rusty, I'm going Bloody Mary. A bloody Bloody okay. Mary will get me there. A little yeah. Tabasco or roll into the Coors Lights after that. Yeah. Oh, you're a latte guy. All right, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like I like spice it up. Awesome. Well, gents, thanks for joining me. Three beers two. Use hashtag three beers two. Join the podcast. Call in. Join the boys. Talk about whatever the fuck you want. Let's have a drink. Woo! <laughs>